0: Top of aleph, second line down. So the Gemara has just, we had a long mission yesterday. And the first thing the long mission told us was that in discussing uh brachos, but we'll see kiddish and Adela specifically, but really all brachos that it can work out this way, that the question is what braqka do you do first? So let's just talk about Kiddush for a second. So in our is we make on Friday night, we make bray Priya guffin and then after making bray Priya guffin we make the rakah of Mekadesh we made a on the day of Shabbos. So first we make a rachah on the yayin, and then on the yom, which is the opinion of base Hill We do the same thing by Havdalah. We make the bracha of bray Priya guffin and then we make the bracha of Hamadzah Ben Kodesh same type of thing. So we always make the rachah on the yayin first, and then on the yom. But we saw yesterday that Beis Shabbos' opinion was the other way around. They make the rachah on the yom, and then only afterwards, you make the bracha on the yayin. So he asks the Gemara, second line down. The Is it true that Bashami really holds that we make the bracha on the day? First of all, Tanya, the Brice says as follows. One comes to his house on Motsei Shabbos. You first make a bracha on the wine, the or, then on the fire, the basamim and then on the uh, and then on the, on the spice, on the smelling stuff. And then the acharkach, Omer, Havdallah. And then only afterwards do you say Havdallah. So this b'risa clearly puts yain first and then Havdallah. And the assumption is that this Brysa is going to follow B'shameh's opinion, which would then contradict Beishame's earlier opinion. Now, the Eino El Kozak, the B'Shamin continues, and said, if you only have one cup altogether, Russian, you can have it after the meal, leave until after the meal, and just do everything after you bench. Now, th- our assumption was that this B'Shamin followed B'Shamin's opinion, and therefore we had a contradiction, because this price seems to say you do Yayin first, yet in our Mishnah, B'Shamin seems to say that no, you always do the Yom first. So the Gora asks, well, wait a minute, why are you being so fast to conclude that this is a B'Shamin? type of b'Shamim. of How do you know that this follows b'Shamim's opinion? Dilma base Hillel. Maybe this is Hill's opinion in the b'Shamim. So it says, It can't be b'Shamim. the Because the b'Shamim in its order says you do uh, ya'in, that's first, then you do maor, then you do the fire and only afterwards do you do the basamim. Uman Shma the Isaiah Sorry. Now if you go back to the Mishnah, who held that way that you do that you do uh that you do I'm not in the mission. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And now in a bryce, we're going to quote in a second. Who held that you he didn't before besamim? So again, the Gemara says this is far b'shammon. It's b'shammon. Now where's the bryce that you see that again? This isn't going to follow our mission. We'll see in a second because we have machugis beishamay beis how to do avdala, and then we have a machugis of of about what is the machugis beishamay beis So forget the mission for a moment. So the Gemara says now where do you see that there's an idea of beishamay that the, the Nair comes before the besamim? Umisla high the tiny. Rabbi Huda says, "Here is how you understand the machogus between Beis and Beisel. Lo u They would all agree that you do. If you have the bench, you bench first. and ha'avdol has to come at the end. Al ma On their whole debate is which one comes first Nair or besamim, Which one comes first? Bessam, Be-sham says, we do the candle first and then the more. But he says, no, we first do the besamim and then the more. Now, in the price that we quoted, it's true, we said the Ya'in comes first, and then we said after Ya'in comes nair. And the only person that seems to subscribe to that idea, that the nair comes before the Ma'zon, is Bessamah. And therefore, since we know that Bessamah is the one that subscribes to the opinion, the nair comes before besamim. sorry, the Ner goes before the besamim. So Therefore, this b'risa must be B'shameh's opinion, which means that this b'risa is saying that Ya'in comes first, which will then mean that this b'risa is contradicting B'shameh's earlier opinion. So, want to not so fast. When we might he believed the Rebbe How do you know this is this b'risa all follows Rebbe Huda? And it's B'shameh's opinion. Dilma, Hill, he believed the Rebbe Maybe it's Hill's opinion according to how our Mishnah, i.e. Rameir, understood B'shile. Because in our Mishnah, Beis Hilla also said that you do uh, ner, that you do ner, and then you do the Besavim. So maybe this whole brysa is just reflecting our Mishnah. In our Mishnah's world, Beis Hilla also held that you did ner first, and then this brysa wouldn't be contradictory because this brysa would be following Beis Hilla's opinion also. Who said you're supposed to do yain first? So the Gemara says, not be. Why can't this bris be congruent with our Mishnah?" The The Mishnah In the Mishnah, uh, said, "You do Muslim, The bracha on, on benching goes after neir. near Either way, they neither one of them in our Mishnah said that you're supposed to bench first if you have the bench as well. But yet, by our Mishnah, by our Brais, I'm sorry, it says if you don't, if you only have one cup, leave it till after you bench. So there's no way our Bais is congruent with our Mishnah because the Bryce says if you need to bench, you bench first, and our Mishnah said if you need to bench, according you do it second, according hill, you do it third. But clearly, not the same as our uh, clearly not the same as our Mishnah, which now leaves us that, okay, it can't be that this price is going like our Mishnah, it must be this price is going like Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, and according to Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, the price matches perfectly to Rabbi Yehuda's understanding of Beish which means now, according to Beish it sounds like we have a price that says that in Havdalah, you do Yayin first and then the Yom, which will run which will run contradictory to our Mishnah, because our Mishnah says that according to Beish you always do the Yom first and then the Yayin. So the Gomorrah answers Shema beishamay, Libur beisil. So I'm sorry. So this is still part of the question. So it must be this brisa is beishamay's opinion according to, be, to, according to, according to Rebbe to which is that you're supposed to do yain first and then there. And therefore, we'll be we called makam Kasha. Now we have a problem because the Mishnah said that we always do according to beishamay. We always do the yom first. You have this brisa clearly indicates that according to beishamay we're going to do the yain first. So the Gomorrah says, Kasabri beishamay, Shani Bringing in Shabbos is different than taking out Shabbos. When we talk about bringing in Shabbos, the quicker we can bring it in, the better. So, therefore, we're going to make the bracha of Makadesh and Shabbos first, and then go make the bracha of the Geffen, because you want to bring in Shabbos as quick as possible. So, the first thing you do in Kiddush is bring in Shabbos. When we're talking about. Uh, that's Bishamah's point, right? That's part of Bishamah's point, that you already did it, and therefore this is, this is just a continuation, this is a hemsha of the bringing in of Shabbos. However, by havdallah, however, by Havdalah, afuki yoma, when it comes to havdallah, we want to push it off as far as possible. We don't want to do havdallah. Havdallah is the final and the last straw of Shabbos, and we don't want to do it until the last possible moment, and therefore we're going to do it after the Berges Like by Ya'chaz say Keg the lowly in order that it doesn't look like a burden. So we want to say, you know what? We're gonna make Shabbos we're going to, the last thing we do in this whole set, in this whole order, is make Havdalah because the last thing we want to do is is push off Shabbos, and therefore according to be Shabbat, while well, it's true, when it comes to Friday night Kiddush we according to shama we do uh, we we do Makadish Shabbos first, because that's bringing in the Shabbos. We want to do that as quick as possible. When you're talking about the flip side, we're talking about Havdalah, we do the Hamad of at the at the end because you want to push it off as late as possible. And how about if there's a time that passed between eating away? Right? Because here it's saying there's two caveats here. Here is the mazom. it's also bringing the buzzone in. Right. And then it's bringing to use the same wine right. that we used for the mazom for right. the right. right. Right? So is there that 72 minutes? For sure, for sure. Once you minutes, lose your 72 minutes, you wouldn't be able to bench anymore. You'd still have to do you just there'd be no benching at that point. But you would still hold the guy in before. Seemingly, yeah. Yeah, it seems like he holds this for a dollar. So, now, the Gomorrah is curious in that whole brysa. But, Sabri and goes according to this price. It's that it held a bench and needed a cup of wine. That's why I said if you have to bench and you only have one cup, bench on the cup of wine and then go make havdalah afterwards and then you drink it. So, but why? Why, why didn't you just say bench? Uh, bench without a cup of wine and then just go do a with a cup, Wait, you're making, you're making a cup of wine. you're making two you brachas on that cup of wine. You're making, you're benching uh, I don't know if you make a second Bray Bray You're benching on the cup of wine, yeah. uh, then you're doing Havdala, and then you're making your Bray Bray Guffin. So you're making Bray Bray Guffin twice. I'm not sure what about that? that. I think you would only do it once. I don't so think you would right, make you a second. Said, you, you just said you make you, I think you bench, you bench, yeah. like well, how we would bench. No Bray no Bray Guffin. You're holding the cup. Right. What? Right. right, you bench out the coast, but you don't actually make a bracha you on the cup. So I think he would do the same thing if you have to bench and do dull on the same cup so the gora says again Arm says if he gets wine after the meal if he only has one cup of wine so now he has to drink on the one hand because he didn't drink all meal so he has his 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 the salty food in his mouth and on the other hand he has a cup of wine now he wants to bench seems to say you make a bracha on the wine you drink seemingly you drink the wine i.e., now you don't have any wine left. And then you bench. My love, the Mavari does this all according to the Mishnah. You drink, you make a bracha on the wine, you drink the wine, and then you go ahead and you bench. This is again, this is by a regular meal. According to Be'shame, you have a regular meal. Chicken, steaks, whatever it was, you have a regular meal. And then at the end of the meal, they bring you your first cup of wine. That's the first time you had wine. So Beshami says, you make a bracha on wine, seemingly, you drink the wine, and then you bench with no wine. So it says, no, that's not what's happening here. Lo, de mavarich, when you make a break break often, umanachle, and then you leave it, and then after you ban you end up drinking it. Says the how could that be? But we know when you make a bracha on wine, when you make a break break often, you have to drink it. Um so the morning says you're right. The timely you had a little bit. You didn't have a lot of it. You had a little bit, but you saw it enough for in, for another for uh, for benching. <laughs> the once you drink it, you made it a pigam. You made it a ruined cup, so you can't bench it. The you like to taste it with your fingers. So therefore, you didn't yet put your lips to the cup, and therefore it's not a it's not a pigam. If it was exactly a sheer and you. Priest, it by putting your finger in there. So then, there's nothing left. The Hakka Pachosle. The Pachosle So the morning says, no, what happened here, this cup of wine was, the Nafishle famous Mishyur, it was six ounces, we'll call it. So six ounces, it's more than the four ounce requirement. Uh, it's more than the four ounce requirement. So you take a little bit out for your break, break you have an ounce worth of, and then you still have five left. The Ha, but it says, him ain't so the Gora answers, Trey Love, you had six. So you didn't have two cups. Two cups would be eight ounces. Uh Michanovish, but it was bigger than one. So finally, the Goran says about 10 Bhagiveshama, Omri Mivarik al Yah Shall say, you gotta drink it. Viaka Mivari Berakus and Mahazan, then you drink barracks, then you make barkus and wasn't. How trade tonight will leave the shamai. You're right. There's two tonak opinions according to Shamai. Our Mishnah held that according to Heshamah, there is no requirement to bench over a cup of wine. And therefore, if you get a cup of wine. After you finish your meal, you want to have a drink. You're allowed to drink that cup of wine before you bench because, according to Beisham, according to our Mishnah, there is no requirement to bench on a cup of wine. And according to this Brysa of Havdalah, he would hold that you have to bench over a cup of wine. And that's why he would say you do muzon as part of the uh, Havdalah in order that you can do it over a cup of wine. Okay, who's ready for some Tumantara? Yes! <laughs> No one sounds so excited. Okay. Ready? Omrim. So now we get back into two minutes. Beishamei Omrim. Turn it up Omrim. says as follows. Notes in the You first have to wash your hands. So you wash your hands and then you dilute your cup of wine. You have wine as we saw earlier. Yesterday you have to put water in the wine to dilute it to make it taste delicious. So you have to put water in the wine. Now, why are you doing it this way? Why do you have to wash hands first? Because if you were to say here that you should you should put the water in the wine first, so the problem will be your cup. You'll pour some water in the cup to dilute the wine. Some water will spill out and thereby hit the side of the cup. Your hands are tummy because again he's saying what would happen if you don't wash your hands first? If I don't wash my hands first, my hands are naturally tummy. My hands that are tummy will now touch the cup which has water in it, which will make the water tummy which will thereby make the cup tummy. will make my, my, the water will become tummy because of my hands The tamay which will thereby make the cup tummy. Zimorah so says, alright, time out, before we get into this the y'dayim v'kos how come you even need a liquid there in the first place? Again, well, let's pretend there would be no liquid how come my hands don't just naturally make the cup tummy? the more answer is your hands are not are an avatumah they're not a regional tuma. they're called the shnil satumah that it's just xayir against them it's the rabbinic decree that we assume since we don't know what you've been doing with your hands all day there's just a natural assumption that they are tamay and the only way for a shani to transfer something, to make something into a shlishi, is only through a liquid medium. And therefore, if I just touched my cup without there being a liquid medium, there would be no problem. My cup wouldn't be an issue. That's why it only becomes an issue now that you're putting water into your cup of wine. And therefore, there may be water on the side of the cup, which would create a liquid medium. Okay. So the Gormon says, That was Be'i no. Moses going to first you dilute your cup, and then you can wash your hands afterwards. Why? Because if you wash your hands first, so then what's going to happen is your hands are naturally going to be wet. So, perhaps the cup will make your hands tummy, because your hands are going to be wet from washing your hands. And then the cup, which we'll see in a second, according to hill tummy, will make your hands tummy, and now my hands are tummy, I'll mess everything up. So the gore says, um, uh, sorry, uh, and then I'll get my hands tummy. So the governor says, well, wait a minute. Who cares about washing your hands? If the cup is tummy, how come the cup doesn't just naturally make your hands tummy? So again, in because the Kli doesn't have the ability to make a person tummy without a liquid the clay. if the cup is tummy, how come the drink inside of it is not tummy? Because how did the cleava come talking What's happening here was this very cup, the way it became tummy was because some wet liquid from some tummy liquid fell on it. and the rule is tummy liquid isn't such a powerful type of tuma, and therefore all it's able to do is to make the outside tummy, but not the inside tummy. The tocho tahr, the inside is tahr, the gabo tame, but the outside is tame. This not as we have in the Mishnah. If you have a utensil that became the back became tame because of a liquid, so of the back could become tame, the back could become tame. But toho, it's inside and it's and it, the o, sorry, and its lip, the ozno, and its handle, the yad of Torah, and everything else can be Torah, right? So if it became tummy through a liquid uh, on the outside, so therefore it's only a rabbinic type of tumah, and because of that, the tumah is limited to the outside. However, togo, if the inside of the kli becomes tummy, kulu all of it becomes tummy. Okay, now let's get the rubber guy to hit the road. Let's get to the brass tacks. What's the machogis hill over here? What is the difference? So says the world. It follows. The my kemitvli. What are they arguing about? In general, one is not allowed to use a cup that has become tummy So therefore, since you're not allowed to use a cup that becomes tummy the only way to make this cup tummy is through your hands. The only way uh, the cup can become tamay is through your hands. And therefore, we wash our hands first to make sure that the hands will never have the ability to make your cup tummy. Um uh, sorry because of this very problem that if you use a cup that's tummy perhaps some liquid will overflow and then your hands will now become tummy through the cup so Bishame says as a flat rule never ever ever are you allowed to use a cup that has become tummy? if you're not allowed to use a cup that becomes tummy, the only issue of tumah the only source of tumah going on here possible is your hands so therefore Bishame says and I have a way to solve it wash your hands first and therefore there is no possibility of tumah because the cup's not tummy because one is never allowed to use a cup that's tummy and your hands won't be tummy because you wash your hands and therefore there is no possible option of any tumah transferring back and forth and therefore v'le'galamigzar shami tamu hamashkim shabiyadayim because and therefore we're not worried about well if I wash my hands and my hands remain wet maybe the cup will make my hands tummy because as B'shami said you're not allowed to use a cup that's tummy so your cup won't be tummy actually you are allowed to use that cup if you are allowed to use that cup so washing your hands isn't going to help you because now we have to be concerned that the cup is going to make your hands tummy because according to Basil, the cup itself could be tummy so now what we have to do is we have to eliminate there being any liquid on your hands so he says don't wash your hands because if you wash your hands you're for sure going to have liquid on your hands and you'll say well but now maybe you have to be concerned that some droplets are going to fall out he says, Amri need so tzoshichich. It's very uncommon that there's going to be any droplets. So the only real, so the cup is tame. so we don't want your hands to become tame. How do we avoid it? We say, don't wash your hands, because if your hands are washed, they'll for sure be wet, and then if your hands are wet, there's no question, the cup will be able to transfer tuma to your hands. If you have to dry the cup before you touch it then. Probably, according to his, oh yeah, because he doesn't want there being any liquid on the cup at all. You have to be really careful on surface. If you wash first. Not only wash first. Right, right, right. Corner base, shot, right. right. Corner base, right. correct. You'd have all these issues. Right, Corner base, anytime things would be wet. Did, what? Did they have a issue in those days? Sure. the destruction of No. Why? No, huh? they still kept this. Bezil and basil live, they live about 100 years before the destruction of the base of Yeah. But even afterwards, even afterwards, still have they still had a tumultar. We still have that way today. Not really. Now we just do it as a Zechel Daber. So when you go into a cemetery. Yeah, it's a I mean, I'm not saying that. No, that type of tumor, is, that's real tumor. But that, but that, even that tumor, it's not, it's not that real. I mean, we do, it, we do it. Wash your hands doesn't do anything. I mean, unless you have the old red heifer, you can wash your hands to tomorrow. You're not going to make yourself tar. Right? That's why we can't go to the base of nowadays. That's why, of course, none of us would go to Harbais because we're all tummy. So, because we're all tummy, so therefore we have no choice. So, unless you're going to find a red heifer, you're not going to be able to go ahead and walk onto <laughs> the base of It's smooth, right? smooth, very smooth. <laughs> i about to eat at the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so, it <laughs> <There you go. laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so says the Goran. So, now with all this in mind. So the one thing Bezalelah is worried about, that if you wash your hands, your hands will be tummy. And because your, because your cup uh, has been tummy, your hands will not be susceptible to tumah, machmasakos. That's why in the end of the day, Bezalelah says, don't wash your hands, because if you do wash your hands, you're going to make your hands susceptible to tumah. Another idea, another, a, a whole another unrelated idea and this idea is very important Take Be'i Shammah says, even if you would be worried about Tuma, but I have a different concern, which is that you're supposed to eat immediately after washing your hands but you Be'i your plan is wash your hands, after you wash your hands you're going to dilute the cup of wine which is going to take a minute or two, and then you're going to go eat your bread He says, you can't do that, you have to eat bread immediately after you wash your hands for bread, and therefore since you have to do it in Immediately after wash your hands for bread, I can't dilute the cup in the middle, even though maybe I agree to you that you're going to make things tummy, I hear, but what am I supposed to do? I can't make it that there's a, that there's a break between washing your hands and eating bread. German, German is to, uh,
1: yeah, they do wash. it. They do They say that's still
0: English. called, uh, together. We're not yeah. talking about Abdullah. Not No, no, no. Just in general. Just you your general kiddush. It, you want it wash, you're eating yeah. bread and you have a cup of wine. Yeah. You choose, you yeah. You Correct. You're going to drink wine. So let's just say yeah, by our yeah, kiddish. Our kiddish we always drink wine before we make ha'motzi. Yeah. So if we drink wine before we make ha'motzi, yeah. so Beish would say, wash your hands, dilute the cup, and then go, and then go eat the bread. Beish says, you can't do that. You don't have that kind of time. In, in, in general, yeah. When would you make, when, when would you make the breakfast Wash your hands. Um, yeah. And dilute your wine, and then fine. and and then you and then you uh, make hamotzi and you eat your bread. Than, than oh, could you drink. Drink. Or maybe you, you drink the wine. wine. Maybe you, you make, make a break for You drink the wine. Brie. No, but what's what's happening? What, it's an important thing. What 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 Dr. mentioning is an important thing that it, that we have to remember. Mizigasakos, Miziga sakos That we're saying that Beis is saying you can't do that in between. You're washing your hands and making emoji motzi. sakos is a very uh, it was a very careful process. Think about it. You had you were taking this. You had uh, you had X amount of water, and you had to make a perfect recipe. You have X amount of water and X amount of wine. It wasn't just like you were pouring a cup of wine. Pouring a cup of wine is easy. You open up a bottle and you pour it, no problem. But there they're diluting it. Diluting it is is not easy. So therefore, there was an ex- it was an extended break. It wasn't just right away. So even if you hold weight like base hill, who says that you're supposed to do it right away? You're supposed to go ahead and do. And make uh, and and and, uh, and wash your hands and make hamotzi right away. But they just mean you can't make a big break in between. You can't do a major vote. Uh, Even the Germans would agree that you can't sit there and uh, and uh, I don't know and uh, and tune your piano. But you know, wash your hands, tune your piano, and then come back. Be- nah, not on sure Shabbos. Right? Tune your piano and then go ahead and go make say It's too long of a break for them. They're just saying it's all one process. It's quick. But for us, right? But but Basil's point is you can't take an extended period of time. You can't do something in between washing your hands and making a motion. They're looting the cup, which takes, it, it takes time. It's not a simple, it wasn't a simple thing. So for them, therefore they would have to, uh, that's why they would say you can't do that, between washing your hands and making so we a okay,
1: so?
0: Well, we, we do, well, that's why wash our hands do. again. Okay, say, no, you I want to understand that, but in between that, uh, washing the hands and the emotes isn't there a motion? Is that, that I don't think so. Yeah, no? It's afterwards, it's, it's afterwards. After that. Yeah. There's one before him, one at the end of Magan and one by Shulchan Aruch, not by... Uh not by yeah, making no, this or maybe you are no, no, but there is a there's no companies
1: okay so
0: so the Gemara says so my Dabrach why do you have to bring a second reason so hachi karmalu beysholo beysham this is what beysholo say into to shameh lidid of even if you, I agree with you that you can't use a cup that is tame, and therefore your problem is the gazrim so you're worried about these, these, this, this water that will get on my hands this way is better to take Eflin, TLC, that Suda, because you want to wash immediately before your meal. Okay. Next So you so you so you so you wipe off your hands, and now where do you put the towel? Do you put the towel on the table or do you put the towel on the bench next to you? Says the You wipe off your hands. You put it on the table. Why? If you put it on the couch that you're sitting on. Again, now, my my cloth is going to be wet because it just dried off my hands. So now, if you put it on the couch, so the tumour will go from the couch onto this table, onto this cloth now. And now, because of the couch, the couch is probably tummy. Then when I wipe off my hands again later in the meal, my hands will now become tummy because I wiped them off with this napkin. So the Gawar says, who cares about the about the water kesses the mappa? who why isn't why do you need the water? Just in general, the kessa should be uh, should make the uh, should make the uh, should make the napkin tummy because and clean because one utensil is not gonna make another utensil tummy, and therefore that's not gonna be an issue. Um, yeah, that's not gonna be an issue without the liquid. Then nitami the garbage how come the the couch didn't just make me tummy? Because the garbage goofy because ain't clean autumn because it can't make a person tummy without liquid and therefore the fact that the couch is tummy isn't an issue. But still, the Amr Malakad says, "No, you can put it on the couch." She went to Amr Al If you put it on the table, it- so he agrees. Same problem. The table will now make the table clo- this cloth tame. here's the problem. You'll now make the food tummy So Bishamay says we have to don't put it on the table. Put it on the couch. Uh, put put it on the put it on the um, Put it on the on the. I'm sorry. B'shamis says put on the table. Don't put on the couch. If you put on the couch, you make my hand sign. And Basil says no. Put on the table. Don't put on the couch because even if you put it put it on. I'm sorry. Put it on the couch. Don't put on the table because if you put on the table, you may make the food tummy. Okay, so the Gemara says, "Well, hold on. Why do you need the cloth? Why? How come the table doesn't just make the food tummy naturally? So, the table is a Therefore, there has to be a liquid to be able to make the food tummy. So now but my commitment good now what's the machokas Be-shameh says you're not allowed to use a shulchan that is already a, a shining latuma because because when people because we do know that if the table touches truma the truma will become tameh. the truma will become ruined so therefore because the truma will become ruined so therefore nobody whether you're kohen or not according to shame is allowed to use a table that is a shining latuma because that tuma will that table could ruin Truma, and even though you're not planning on eating Truma, but we just made the zero across the board. So where, how did they eat Truma? They needed a the table. They, they did. It's just the table's tar, right? This table is at least a shame in the tuma so it's something has happened to the table. So we can, you could set up a table where there's no shame in the tuma There's nothing. He says, Yes, you can. Because I, ah, you'll say, What about the people who eat Truma? Because okay, truma's reason The people who eat Truma are very careful. And therefore, they could—they won't eat at a Shani Latuma. They'll know, Uh oh, this table is a Shani Latuma. We better not eat over there. But us regular Jews who aren't Kohanim, who aren't eating Truma, we could eat at a table that's a Shani Latuma. And then, even though it's true, uh, and even if. And therefore, since it's a shiny tuma, we're, we're not really worried that it's going to do anything to my food because at the end of the day, it can't ruin my food without a liquid medium. Can well, we go back to the couch for a second? So the couch, uh, the, 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 the oh, wait, should not sit on any of these couches. you assume they're tummy? The wow. couch, let's assume the couch so is tummy. From, so, from, from, from To whatever, food. I don't who knows what. Yeah, yeah, but the couch can't make you tummy directly. The couch will only make you tummy through a liquid. So, so you'd have to put... Uh, so know. that's why Bishamai says, so Bacillo says, so you're right, according to we'll see in a second, according to you are going to have a problem, because the couch should make the napkin tummy, which will thereby make my hands tummy, right? Without so, liquid. Well, there so will be well, liquid on the napkin, I mean, because I'm wiping off my hands with them. Okay. But you're that's right. You've got to it's it's you guys, you worry about this more than I do. No, it'll be, well, we'll see. You'll see in a second. Remember, yeah, well... Yeah, hold on. So, so th- no, that that itself is going to be an equal issue for Cohen and for for Yisrael because because your hands are not truma. So your hands are solely susceptible if there's a liquid in between, right? the food is there's a difference between food some foods are truma some foods aren't so truma is susceptible to a shiny latuma even without a liquid so that's why Basil says don't put it on the table because if it's on the table it may directly touch the food and then you would have the food becoming a shlishi now by our regular we don't care if food becomes a shlishi but by truma we do care if it becomes a shlishi so therefore by the food we care by your hands what's the difference your hands either way it becomes a shlishi by then you're allowed to eat whatever you want that's not going to affect anything So The Gemara says uh, Okay So now So again The Gemara said uh, You never have to Wash your hands For non-Trumah By Torah law So the Gemara says What does that mean My Gemara I'm worried about the food. I don't want you putting that napkin on the table because if you put that napkin on the table the, the napkin may make the food tummy. Now the food is only going to become a shlishi. But I'm not worried about my hands becoming a shlishi. It's the same problem. The couch makes my napkin tummy. The napkin that makes my hands tummy. So why is it that I'm worried that the food is going to become a shlishi and my hands are, I don't care that my hands are going to become a shlishi. So this is a filo because by Torah law, there is no problem ever of your hands becoming a shlishi. Because even for a guy who's eating truma, so what? His hands are a shlishi, which means the food that he touches are, are a revi. And in general, there's no problem for trumo to be a revi. So the hands we don't care about. Therefore, We'd rather get your hands on which have no Torah backing. The ochlin. Uh, as opposed to the food itself the food itself there is a concept that the food itself can't become Tame so therefore he says I'd rather put the napkin on the couch where the issue is that my hands will become Tame which has no scriptural source at all that your hands can't become Tame as opposed to the food which could become Tame which has some scriptural source and therefore I'd rather do it that way risk get my hands Tame, don't risk get the food Tame it was hard it was hard it was hard. I said this once. I don't remember when, but I said this once. But I remember whatever it was 10 years ago, I was here and I was talking to to Sean Cohen or something and he said uh, and he said he said you know why nowadays there's so many Khumras out there? I said I don't know why. He said because there's no more Tuma and Tara and because there's no more tumma and Tara anymore so because there is no concept of people having to worry about Tuma and Tara and ta- you know, is it, what table is this, what, what did I touch, what didn't I touch so therefore our mind naturally has to go somewhere our mind has to like accept something else so we accept Chumras but in the old days they didn't exist because there's was and Tara we were too focused on worrying about that and not worrying about anything else and there were, were mikvot all over the place there yeah, yeah, were just streams on the side of the road you pop yourself in and have a good time yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here we go says the Gemara so again, another machok. First, you clear off the table. Then only afterwards do you wash your hands. Why? Shima Ta the because if you say wash your hands first, Nimza then your hands will be wet from the Ma'achron, and then when you then touch the food, that's disgusting. Nobody wants wet food. Um, okay now skip the next line the back takes out so from the aleph until the word in the next line where it says pirurit we're gonna skip He'll He says, no problem. If the Shamish is a Torah scholar, he'll know. No the, to The crumbs that have at least a kazai's worth of them, he'll get rid of them before he washes his hands. And the ones that are not kazai's, he'll leave there. And okay, if those get ruined, those get ruined. Nobody cares. As we see, if you have a, if you have crumbs that are less than a you're allowed to, get rid of them you're allowed to even if you make them get lost it's no issue so according to he says who cares you wash your hands you have already removed any big chunks of bread and then if you end up getting wet these small crumbs nobody cares you were going to throw them out anyways don't worry about it So again, You can't use a waiter who is not a Torah scholar, who won't know to get rid of the big crumbs first. You are allowed to and therefore he won't know that you have to get rid of the big crumbs first and therefore if he washes his hands he may then go uh, and make the big crumbs disgusting by getting them wet. Amr Yosef, Amr Khanina, Amr Abhuna, the Kule Pirk and always is always like Bezilo, Barmi Haw, except for this case, the Hilk's of Kibbe so either way, the halakh is you're not allowed to use the shamishamah arts, and therefore once you're not allowed to use the shamashamah arts, or I'm sorry, you are allowed to use the shamish arts, and therefore you have to clear the house first, you have to clear the table first, and then only afterwards wash my machronim. Who said that? Either Basham or Basilo, that they're going to lose up in the air, whose opinion that actually is. Now, Bishama Nerubazum, back to our Havdalah business. So again, uh, uh, Ravuna bar Yehuda Yikol lebe Rava. Ravuna came to Rava's house. Chazi leRava the brach Abbasamim Bereisha. He did what we do nowadays. He first made the brach bar- on the besamim and Omre leMichdei beShamer beSelo Amo orlo peligi. They weren't arguing about which one comes first, besamim or more. The tiny beShamer This is our Mishnah. Uh, I'm sorry, this is our Mishnah. B'shamra Omrim ner, you do ner first, u mazom but Clearly ner goes before b'shamim. U b'sham also Omrim, ner u b'shamim, ner goes first. So, Mazon Abdallah. So, according to our Mishnah, all opinions say you do the fire first and then the b'shamim. Why did you, Ravah, do the b'shamim first and then the fire? On a rabba basre, zuz that Mishnah only understands the opinion of rameir of how to understand the machokus be shame of the Rabbi Huda Omar. But Rabbi Yehuda says about this machokus be shame they both agree that you have to do uh if you're going to bench, you got to bench first. Via laftal shibasov, and the bracha nafdal goes at the end. Al ma nachukal ma or v'al Just the order of the candle and the spices. Shev be'shami omrim al ma or basam. Be'shami says first you make the bracha al ish, and then you do the basamim. Ube'shila omrim besam vachakach ma or. Like what we do, first make the bracha and the basamim, and then on the ma or. And v'omrim v'yochon and noh go. We hold the Beis Hillel according to Rabbi Yehuda that we go ahead and we make the Basama first and then we do the Nair and that's what Rava did as well because he says we don't follow our Mishnah rather we hold the like Reb version of the Machlokas of Beis and Beis Hillel. Next. Within the Nusakh of the Bracha Beis Shama Maor Again, when you're making the bracha on the fire, you want to say that Hashem in the past created fire because you're celebrating the fact that God created fire on the first Saturday night of all time. So therefore, if that's true, the bracha is shabara that God did in the past create fire. So everybody agrees that the word bara works. The word bara means in the past. Keep pliki The question is, what about the word b'ore? Does the word b'ore mean God created it in the past or means that God will create fire means that God will create fire but that's not what the bracha is supposed to be it means in the past that God did create fire which is what we're looking for Master of Yosef says God created darkness in the past God created uh, wind in the past So it's clear that the word means in the past So how could Bishameh even possibly suggest that the word Bore means in the future? So Amr Yosef, Everybody agrees either the word bara or the word bore clearly is in the past. So what's the machogs bashamah says oh keep bib'or the question is what's the proper bracha? Do you say ma'or haesh? Bari ma'or haesh or is it bari ma'or haesh? Look at a fire. A fire has one. There's one fire. There's one mass called a fire, and therefore shabara Moor Ha'esh bore You who created the light of the fire. So Bore it's it's. Um, it's past tense. It's, or it's, past it's past tense. Past tense. It's not, he he creates, okay. creates. He creates, but he what, creates, what we care about is the. You're right, but we need past. It's we not, care about past tense. No, I know, but we're celebrating the fact that God created a fire back in the old days. We don't really care that he created one but now. It could, be for both. It, it could it could be, it could be. The, the key is that we need it to sound that it sounds like it's for its past tense. Okay. Right? We need bowry. Right? All of them. No, there are many lights in one fire. Even though it's true, you only see one mass of a fire, but there's many lights inside of that fire. And therefore, it's You create the many lights of the fire. There are many fires in a candle. Ah, uh, Okay. Yeah, I, I I don't think so. I think that's I think that's maybe maybe that could be that could be it could be. I don't think I, I'm not I'm not convinced that they're connected. I think Beis Hillel was saying just in any natural fire there are many lights. Look at a fire, any fire you have, you have orange, you have blue, you have some other things. So he says there's multiple lights. It happens to be there's another halakha that you need an avuka, you need a torch for Abdullah. But I'm not 100 percent sure they're they're totally connected. Okay, we'll stop here by the two dots and we will pick up tomorrow morning.